and welcome to Two Sweary Dads, a podcast about parenting and other dadly pursuits. I'm Trevor Scott. And I'm Ben Slinger. So today we thought we'd get into our topic straight away. Our topic this week being imaginative play. Mm-hmm. So Ben, do you have any memories of like games that you played as a kid and or just even things that Taz or, or the girls are doing now? No, I've got nothing. Ah, oh, bugger. <laughs> well, that's our topic for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get our guest on. Ah, oh, fuck, we don't have anyone. Uh, yeah, no, I think I think it's actually a really interesting interesting question, and it's come up this week just because Taz really has been getting into that imaginative play a lot more, and uh, you know his all his all his play these last couple of weeks have been have been saying like, oh, you're you know, you're so-and-so and I'm this person. So, you know, sometimes it'll be that, uh, you know, you're Casey, which is his um, daycare teacher. Yep. You know, and I, sort of, you're, you're this and, you you know, we're having lunch. And big one he likes to do actually is if uh, if I'm down on the ground, he'll jump on my back and say, you're Angus uh, <laughs> from the movie Brave. Like, he's like, you're Angus, I'm brave. <laughs> I have to ride around with him on my back. It's really cool to see, you know. It's cool to see them coming up with, coming up with these little games and making up these little stories, and 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 it sort of just shows a certain understanding of the world around him, which is new, you know. Yeah. It's really really cool to see. Whereas uh, James has got like, he quite often gets his toys and he's like um, having little conversations between, um, like his buzz and then like a, a little tiger or something and <laughs> they're just having yeah. having these conversations and running around the room and then like i think i saw a um the tiger get into a car the other day and go for a drive <laughs> yeah oh yeah taz is always it's like oh i'm i'm driving to school and you know he gets in his car i'm at school you know da, 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 da. <laughs> the other the other day i don't know i don't know where it came from we've got this little sort of rip off Ken doll like it's done in the official Barbie's Ken Mm -hmm. and for some reason it's got fairy wings like it's got this little um, (laughs) they they come off so it's like a little cloth sort of velcro thing that goes around him but gives him fairy wings and so he's got that and he's he's basically saying let's see if you can fly and then just throwing it just throwing it up he flew he flew I'm sort of like I'm not sure you call that flying mate that's falling. <laughs> well, I, I certainly liked it the other day at your place. Um, like, the boys were playing dress up. Um, James dressed up as Superman and Taz dressed up as a ladybug of all a things. A ladybug, yeah. And they were both jumping and flying off the couch. and <laughs> it was, Oh, yeah, they were having a ball. It was great to watch. Yeah, he, it's, he he's not so into dress ups, interestingly. Like I think he was mainly into that then. For one, because that ladybug costume was new from the toy library, and yep. two, because James wanted to do it. Yeah, he does. Uh, he does like to wear what he calls his dancer, which, which is just a little kind of uh, length of sort of floaty, translucent cloth. But I guess we at some point showed him, oh, you can dance with it, like wrap it around you, and it, you can dance with it. So it's his dancer. He grabbed that. I want my dancer. Wraps it around himself and does a little dance. Yep. That's right. One day we'll make a ballroom dancer of him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, I mean, our kids are our kids are still fairly young, so they're not sort of coming up with particularly in-depth games yet. You know, it's it's all still, uh, yeah, like th- those sorts of little things. You know, he plays shop and he plays this. I should, <laughs> there was one thing the other day. Because he's, he's got all these little dinosaurs because, you know, he's into... He's into dinosaurs to some degree, not as much as his cousin. Yep. Who who can apparently just reel off all of the different like eras, like the prehistoric eras. Yep. Like you'll ask him what he, what they are, he's like Jurassic and Cretaceous, and he's like three. Triassic. <laughs> yeah. I don't, know, I don't even know. But uh, anyway, he's got his little dinosaurs, and he started saying, "The dinosaurs going to war." The dinosaur's going to war. And we're like, what? How, where did you learn the concept of war? Like, where is this coming from? Like, what the hell? Until we realized that he can't act, like he can't say the word properly. He was saying roar. The dinosaur's going to roar. 
And we're like, oh my God, like, what is this kid learning? <laughs> Dinosaurs like, are going to war. Dun, and, dun, 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 dun. And, and you're just thinking, you know, war. Dun, 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 dun. What is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Say it again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, how about you, though? When, like, when you were a kid, probably a bit old, like, it's a bit older than, than our kids where you start really getting into the sort of in depth imaginative sort of games and stuff did you have stuff as a kid where you just had these sort of storylines and characters and stuff that see all my storylines were all based around this one thing and this is going to go into a little bit of a story that um we were actually talking about on father's day with my with my parents yeah my dad had actually made like out of this old wooden box a fort basically he had Cut the top off it, fixed fixed all the sides up, put it put a little um, trying to think of what it's actually called. Basically, like a rampart on top or something. Yeah, rampart on top. Yeah, and basically you could have characters, um, standing on top, looking over right. the, looking over the side. You had a yeah. had a door that folded down, and my mum had made this little string rope ladder. How that, big was it? How big was this box? Probably a meter square. Okay, it so, was. Yeah. Pretty, so you could fit a couple of bit. couple of small kids in there. And... <laughs> well, it was more for the toys, so uh, I see. It wasn't about getting into it. So yeah, I yeah. say a meter square, but it was like a meter by a meter, and then probably maybe half a meter tall. So it wasn't yeah. su- as tall as what it was long, deep. Yeah, gotcha. So I had all different toys from all different eras. <laughs> I'd like to see. I'd like to see the kid who had all toys from like the same like he, he doesn't mix his toys it's like only one universe <laughs> one time frame it's like i've only got toys from voltron right this second yeah that's it it doesn't make sense if you bring in the teenage mutant ninja turtles they're not in the same universe so i had teenage mutant ninja turtles i had voltron i had he-man and they were all going against like Lego men and <laughs> all this other sort of stuff. Everything yeah. was was chucked into this this thing. And when when I finally did get um like get into Voltron, my sister was also getting into uh, like Shira. Yeah. So for Christmas one year, Mum and Dad got me the Voltron castle, yeah. and my sister the Shira ca- castle. So I ended up having with playing with my sister playing. Um, you know, this fort sort of in the middle between these two massive castles. So you, those ones actually were canon. Those ones were canon, He-Man except they... Well, except, mate, Shira's on the same side as He-Man, right? Like, isn't yes. she his sister? Yeah, okay, yeah. so not quite canon. Same not universe, quite canon. Least. Same universe. Although, um, presumably, all the Lego Man and Ninja Turtles are all involved. The troops. Well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did come along a little bit after Voltron, because Voltron was more around 87, and <laughs> I brought Have you I watched the, the new Voltron series? No, I haven't. I'm... It's apparently meant to be really good. I started it because I thought Taz might be into it. He wasn't. I figured, actually, that he, it might be a bit too old for him. It's uh, it's done by the people who did like Avatar The Last Airbender. And... Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, so I heard it's good. Very nice. I might have to check it out. I watched yeah. all of Avatar. I really, yeah. really enjoyed it. Did you watch Legend of Korra? Um, I've got it all. I just yeah. haven't got through it all yet. Uh, it's good, particularly by the third and fourth. I think there are four seasons. It it gets really good. The first and second have some kind of low points, but in general, it was really good. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to when Taz is ready for Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> Go through it all again. Yeah, I, I won't. I won't ever subject, subject subject him to the Shyamalan movie though. Oh, trash. <laughs> we Erica and I watched it, but the only way we could do it is to is to share a bottle of tequila first. <laughs> <laughs> this is before Jeez. the kids were born. <laughs> it was actually last night. <laughs> oh yeah, it was last night. The kids were fine. <laughs> it was five o'clock in the they afternoon. And we just gave them some too. They, we just gave them some too, and they slept for hours. <laughs> How'd you get them to sleep so over, but <laughs> That's my grandma's trick. She's always telling them we should give them some rum or something. <laughs> Make them sleep better. Gin. Ah, anyway, grandma. So, Voltron. <laughs> Voltron Battles, Shira, He-Man. So you were one of those kids who fucking had all the shit I wanted. Yes. Because my parents didn't buy action figures for me. I don't know what, really what the... I mean, they'll just 
I don't know. They they didn't think that was a priority sort of thing, and so I got I got books and I got, you know, I got good little like crafts to do and sciencey things and stuff. But I never got you know, my 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 wish list to Santa, my letter to Santa was always the whole set of Ghostbusters uh, action figures and the whole set of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures. Yeah, Voltron and. Um, and yeah, I, I never really, I maybe had some like cheap knockoffs or some secondhand stuff, but not enough to have huge fucking battles. So I had He-Man stuff first, but then when I got Voltron, it was around my seventh birthday and it was at a family, family party. And my, my parents said, oh, I know it's not your birthday yet. It's not your birthday till tomorrow, but would you like one of your presents now? And I'm like... Yes, yes, I would. <laughs> they went and got this present, and I. it was a massive box, and I'm like, okay, I wonder what this is. I open it up, and it's the complete Lion Voltron. Oh, Jesus. Fuck you, man. <laughs> it Fuck was your like... eight-year-old self. Well, how old did you say you were? Seven. Seven. <laughs> well, six, and about to turn seven. Um, it was literally the best moment of my childhood that i can <laughs> still really remember because it was like it was the Don't thing lie. that i it's really, still the best really moment wanted. of your life forget this birth of your only son <laughs> forget the Fucking wedding getting the whole voltron your son doesn't come apart into five lions <laughs> or does he maybe he does <laughs> now that happens in puberty <laughs> but oh i'm starting to remember like some of the some of the things i I used to sort of pull around. You still um, have all this stuff. My parents, it's all at my parents' place at the moment. Oh. So um, I can't wait till James is just a little bit older. I don't yeah. think we've got all the um, all the men still for the um, for Voltron because I think like Keith and Allura and all those sort of characters went. Keith to... was one of them named Keith. Yes, Keith, <laughs> Lance, Pidge, Hunk, and Allura. <laughs> oh, of course, she was the pink lion, right? Yes. Ugh. And if anyway. you if you watch the original series again, mm. um, I can't remember the other guy's name, but there was a a guy in the black suit that actually in the Japanese version got killed, and in the English version he got just injured enough to. I was I was listening to another podcast the other day, and they were talking about Voltron, and that there were like two different versions. Oh, there's there was supposed to be three. Well, one was actually called something else and wasn't actually Voltron, but then brought, got brought over. Um, none of them were actually Voltron. As, as like Voltron is an is an English English way of thinking. But one of them didn't even have lions or something. Yeah. So series one was Lion Force Voltron, and series two was uh, Vehicle Team Voltron. Are you looking at the same Wikipedia page I'm looking at? <laughs> but I actually watched it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I watched some of it, but I, I watched was... Vehicle Team Voltron. I mean, I remember seeing it, right? I, I'm, I must do, but like, it was when I was, I was young enough that it all blends together, right? Like, I don't yep. remember knowing that there were different series and stuff because it was just whatever was on TV. It's like, oh, Voltron's on. So uh, the, uh, I, I wasn't going to bring this up because it was a few episodes ago, but since we we're just on this sort of thing and, you know, reading from Wikipedia pages, <laughs> we talked about Ghostbusters because we talked about the new Ghostbusters movie. Yes. And I mentioned something about like they made the ridiculous old cartoon show that and there was like a gorilla in it for some reason. Yes. So I was watching the Honest trailer for Ghostbusters 2. Yep. And they mentioned that there was a live action show in 1975 called Ghostbusters that had a gorilla in it. And when I looked it up, that's what the cartoon series was based on. So it actually had nothing to do with the Ghostbusters that you with knew the actual loved. Ghostbusters movie <laughs> franchise, but in my mind those things have blended together because they're named the same thing. Because they're named the same thing, and and so just like watching Voltron, I don't know what fucking Voltron's on. I just knew Ghostbusters. I'd seen the movie. I think Ghostbusters are cool. We're gonna watch Ghostbusters, and then for some reason. It's, there's a gorilla. There's a gorilla and they've got this weird car and they're going down tubes and shit. I don't know. Like, and there are no ghosts. No, I think there were ghosts, but like the, you know, Slime is not in it and whatever, you know, so. Where's yeah, Bing like, <laughs> I, I, I looked at that and went, holy shit. Like, I just thought that that was just different Ghostbusters series based on the Ghostbusters movie, but it was completely yep. different and based on something that came out, you know, 
eight years earlier or something. Yeah. So I think it was that Christmas that my parent gave my parents gave me the um the Voltron Castle and my sister the Shira Castle. Um and that sparked a lot more playing and, you know, a lot more stories and took it to the next level of, yeah, of so stories. This is another thing. And I know I keep interrupting you. That's we've, fine. We've it's been like ten minutes since you first started <laughs> mentioning these castles, but I always wanted to I always wanted to be able to play in that way that they played on the commercials. Do you know what I mean? Like you'd see ads for these action figures and they're just totally into it and they've got like they're like punching action figures over with the, you know, the little switch on the back of the thing that makes the guy punch or whatever. Yep. And they're firing things out of their vehicles that knock the other ones over. And it seems like they're having such an awesome time and they're so into it. And for some reason, I mean, it didn't help that I didn't have any of those things at home. So <laughs> You didn't I, actually have those things so to play that So the only time I could do that, that is if, well, if I went over to someone else's place and they had them, right? So, uh, you know, our, our mutual friend, Michael, who I used to be quite close with, he had a bunch of Voltron and, and uh, other stuff. And I always wanted to get that going. I wanted to get them out and we were going to make some epic adventure and come up with a story and it was going to be awesome. But it never worked that way. I don't know if we just weren't creative enough. Yep. Or but or whether he was just sick of the toys because he'd had them for so long. You know, they're all new to me, but he didn't want to play with them anymore. And so it would just fizzle out and we'd get bored. <laughs> and maybe we are too old as well. Like, I don't know. I was probably ten, nine or ten by that point. I mean, that's, I don't know. I, I don't remember how, maybe I've just never had enough of an imagination to actually play those sorts of games. But whereas you're describing the sorts of things that I wanted to do. Oh, yeah. And we, uh, I, I did that. I did a lot of that sort of stuff. I'll get to some of my bigger adventures later on when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came into it. But um, <laughs> for the, for, for the meantime, the one thing I really didn't like about Voltron was they kept on bringing out, you know, all these figurines. And yeah. so I had, like, the king, I had the hag, I had the prince, all these the different... hag? Yeah. Like, <laughs> she was, like, the witch that, that made the monsters that Voltron was fighting against bigger. Right. Well, guess what? They only sold the monsters in a small size, so Voltron never <laughs> had anything to actually defeat. <laughs> At least I never got it here in Australia. Like I wasn't able to actually find any any bigger monsters. Yeah. So you've got this massive Voltron literally just kicking the crap out of He Man or something like that. <laughs> it was always small little things. So you had to use your imagination for a lot of that that sort of stuff if Voltron was involved. Mm. At least when the Turtles came in, of which I got burnt by one of the... Um, a lot of the characters that they released in the Turtles series, they released them as toys, but they never appeared in the TV series. It was just like they put a little blurb on the back of the of the thing saying, this is what this this character Had they pulled them from did. the com- comics or something? Possibly... Um, I know one of the characters that I got first was um, this duck, and it was an anthropomorphic duck. I can't remember what his name was, but it said on the back that um, he was actually like the blimp pilot. You know how the turtles had a blimp? Well, yeah. my parents bought me the blimp, and I'm like, cool, I've got the character that they called the blimp pilot. You know what? He didn't actually fit in the seat. <laughs> His his hat stopped him from actually being able to sit down in the seat because it was actually too big. So I had this character that was literally useless. Yeah. His one job that that the blurb said on the back of the back of the box was was actually not even useful. <laughs> Plus, he's a fucking duck. That's yeah. not cool. So I had the the massive blimp. It had little um. It had little, uh, what's it called, like bombs, things that you could put on the side, and it had a little trigger. If you pulled the trigger, the bombs would actually drop. Right. So, at first, you know, it was fun, you know, flying flying the blimp over, over, the, over the fort, pulling the trigger, dropping all the bombs, and having it knock over all the people. In the end, what I, what I ended up doing is, 
getting the characters to actually hold onto that those little those little pegs, <laughs> flying them over the top and then pulling the trigger and having having like four turtles just drop. Having just having Ace Duck drop. Fuck you, Duck. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know his name was Ace Duck? Have you been looking on Wikipedia again? Oh, damn it. He gave it away. <laughs> yeah, I looked him up. Uh, well, I just wanted to see what he looked like. And it, and it did say that, yeah, it started as an action figure and then eventually had a brief appearance on the show. But He did? Yeah. Awesome, I need to find that appearance. <laughs> so we, so my, my childhood, you know, dream of <laughs> seeing him in the show is complete. Yeah. <laughs> That is pretty lame, though, to just bring out action figures that aren't even that nobody's even seen before, and just say, "Hey, yeah, here's." So we've got the the turtles. Oh, we need some more. Here's a stuck. He he flies the blimp, and here's here's the blimp, and he Choco doesn't actually fit in the big gorilla. <laughs> and he is their shot. He and here's their pal. Didn't you? Don't you remember? He was in the sewers with them. But the stories that that I used to go through were were just the same the same sort of stories like someone in in the fort has actually captured someone and has tied them to to this thing so you got i had you know maybe turtles coming from from the front and at the back i had you know voltron throwing a rope ladder over the top so some other characters could could sneak inside and so basically you were andy from toy story pretty much you just managed to make make all these cool stories come to life yeah, and then I was—I don't know—I was going to say I was Sid next door, but it's not like I was blowing my shit up. <laughs> I just—you had nothing to blow up. <laughs> no, it's not that I didn't have anything. I had a bunch of Lego, and I had—I had different things. I just didn't get action figures and stuff. Well, this is the problem about having sixty kids in your family. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was the firstborn. I should have got all that shit. Yeah, so I don't know. It's funny, like around that and. And other sorts of imaginative, imaginative play. I think a lot of it for me, uh, it always felt like I was trying to capture something that I couldn't quite capture. Whether it was the ads or something from a movie <laughs> or like, uh, I remember having this one this one epic water fight around our house in the, su- in the summer. And I'm, I'm probably like, I'm probably blowing it up in my mind bigger than it actually is but to me in my memory it feels like it was this huge thing half the kids from down the street were there you know some of us had hoses some of us had water pistols some of us had water bombs and it was just this afternoon of just uh, everyone getting you know attacking each other but i mean and thinking back on it it probably went for like 10 minutes and whatever but the thing is I kept wanting to recapture that then after that and it never happened again because it has to happen spontaneously but yeah, I just I feel like I'm all, I was always just trying to capture something that didn't exist, and so it meant that like half the time I wasn't actually having as much fun as I could have been having <laughs> because I was thinking about it too much. I guess you know, that's it'd be so that, much better if I had some micro machines. <laughs> you no, know, it wasn't about wanting specific things. It was about trying to. It was almost like I felt like I should be imagining things more than I could, or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. It was interesting. Um, one thing I do remember, and this is moving away from toys and stuff and just the general sort of play, playground play. When I was in primary school, me and my best friend at the time yep. had this had this thing that we called the tree game because we're super creative. So it was called the tree game. The tree game. Awesome. Yeah. But uh, basically there was this one tree at our school and it just, it had some good climbing branches and stuff and, Lots of, I don't know, an array of branches that you could get to and that could hold your weight, which is good. And so we had this whole thing where we were, uh, we we had this whole thing where it was sort of, that was our home base and we had to go on missions and we get a call. I think there was a bit of Batman mixed in there, uh, like Batman original series, I feel like, because yep. we'd get we'd get the call and it was like, all right, so we have to swing down onto this branch because that's the branch that triggers like our costumes, you know, the the mechanism that puts our costumes on. And then when we hit the ground, we land in our vehicle and we like go off. And um, But I, I look back and I feel like that game sort of encompassed our whole life for a while because 
anytime there was like a creative writing task we were writing about the tree game and we come up with these stories about ourselves and these grand adventures and stuff so yeah there was definitely a period there where i was very imaginative on that sort of stuff yeah just not with names of games (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm sure mum's got all those old stories actually it'd be really funny to go back and uh and read them because i'm sure future guest on the future guest on the podcast yeah yeah (laughs) so i think we've talked about it in the past but i i had a accident in the playground one time Mm -hmm. where my finger got crushed in between two concrete poles Yes. Or two concrete pipes. Yep. So we were playing Inspector Gadget. Okay. You didn't go go gadget in the playground. And one of the one of the things. Let me guess was, you were brain. No, I <laughs> No, it was Penny. <laughs> no. Actually um, I, I had totally had the hots for Penny. I oh, so did I. Um Plus you had that fucking awesome computer book, which now that I think about it is not even as good as like the iPhone in my pocket, but at no, the time it was That was awesome. I'm trying to remember, I think I might have been one of the bad guys. So, I'd, I... don't even remember, were there specific bad guys? Other than Dr. Claw? Yeah, you had Dr. Claw, and then you had, like, the His sort of, like, henchman. Um, henchman, you know, disguised as different things throughout the right, throughout each episode. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, I had to go get my disguise on, and the way that you got your disguise on is you went through this concrete tunnel. Yep. I've run through the concrete tunnel, I've put my hands around the outside to sort of launch myself forward and that's when a kid decided to jump on the loose pipe in between two concrete pipes and I'm literally pinched and like it just felt like a little pinch but what it did is it split my split my finger like probably about a centimeter from the top down (laughs) it's like it's wasn't very good and yep. <laughs> I very quickly stopped playing <laughs> Inspector Gadget that day. <laughs> go go gadget medkit. Yeah, I uh so I have a s- I, you reminded me of a similar story. It's not quite it's not a specific game. And it comes a bit later because I was probably about fifteen. Yep. <laughs> and I was at our mutual friend Travis's place. Mm-hmm. And do you remember that he had those? I don't know if it was actually the Sega lock on brand. Yes. But he had the laser tag. Um, I believe it was the Sega lock on brand. Was the Sega lock on yep. brand. Okay. So you've, you know, you've got the little, I think you had the headband. Headband. That's what you had. The headband was the sensor and you had a gun that would shoot at a laser and you had, yeah, you had like a certain amount of points. So anyway, I think we'd gone over to his, we'd, we had, we'd gone over to his place at, at lunchtime, or maybe it was a free period or something. Yeah, so because so I might have been in, I think because I was in year eleven we or were twelve, at the senior campus, year <laughs> eleven or twelve. So I was older than fifteen. <laughs> uh, like, or ma- yeah, more maybe. Anyway, 15, sixteen, 16. seventeen, or eighteen. <laughs> well, no, I didn't turn eighteen till after year twelve, and it's probably year eleven. So I was probably yeah, 16, sixteen or Yeah, I was probably yeah. sixteen. And anyway, so we were totally into this, and we were running around his house playing. It. Running around, thing, running around, jumping, uh, until I was trying to get away from him, and I went to jump down the stairs into his sort of slightly lowered <laughs> living room. Exactly. Now what you happened. know his house. You know his house, so you know what happened. <laughs> and so I jumped off the top step to get down into that lowered living area, and I think I was like, I think I'd been looking back at at Travis to see where he was, and I jump without realizing that there actually isn't any clearance above these stairs. <laughs> and I literally smash the front, like top, just sort of just past the top of my hairline into the corner <laughs> of the ceiling, like of a, of a wall. It's basically the corner, like the corner of, you know, the, the wall yep. and, the, and the ceiling of the next section fall and land on the stairs on my back. Yep. I, I just I had a feeling that your feet had just continued going and you just Yeah, exactly. Dead. That's exactly it. My head stopped, you know, as it does when it hits an immovable object. My feet kept going and then my back I landed on my back. And so I'm bleeding and I can feel a dent. <laughs> so what do I do? I go back to school and I catch the bus home. <laughs> 
Because that's just the type of kid I was. I think I like washed my hair out, you know, as much as I could. Yep. And I sat there on the bus drive home, like blood, blood dripping from out. my head, <laughs> and like feeling around at the dent there. It didn't even hurt that much. Um, I don't think I got. I don't think I ended up getting stitches or anything. I think I just it just sort of stopped bleeding, and then for a long while I had a a little bit there that if you sort of pulled the hairline back, you could see that. Um, Dent. See, that's, that <laughs> dent, yeah, that scar. So yeah, that that was that's sort of imaginative play. <laughs> <laughs> you I imagine not tears. doing that. <laughs> See, when you jumped, you imagined that you just land gracefully, turn around and shoot Travis oh, and bang. Absolutely. No, I thought I was I thought I had the moves, man. I was like, yeah, jump down the stairs, he's not gonna get me. I probably only had one life left. See, I just I've just imagined you saying so I landed on my back on the stairs, Travis came up over the top and said, Bang, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> not sure I quite had that presence of mind. Because my mind is leaking out of the hole in my head. So the other the other big thing I remember around this sort of imaginative play is uh and this is younger again. This isn't at sixteen. Uh, is the the guy who I was friends with across the road? We would regularly get together to make what we called the spell. And again, very creative. Oh yeah. And basically, all it was was we just like we'd grab something that. Well, I was going to say we'd grab something from the kitchen. It probably used to be in the kitchen and was secondhand. You know, some sort of little jug or uh, mixing bowl or something. And we just mix, we just mix shit together, dirt and water and flowers and stuff. And we thought we were making some sort of magic potion. I can't remember if we actually, if we actually thought it was gonna do anything, or like we're even pretending it was gonna do anything. It was sort of just for the fun of mixing it. Yep. And yeah, you know, it's funny because it's one of those things we we probably did it once where it was really fun. It was probably this thing again, right, of, of wanting to capture previous times that I thought we really had fun sort of thing we yeah. probably we probably spontaneously came up with this idea once had all this fun mixing stuff together and then I'm, I'm pretty sure i was just constantly suggesting hey do you want to make the spell because i wanted to be having that much fun again it probably never actually was uh but interestingly and i don't know if this is just as we got a bit older it actually sort of slowly morphed into instead of making this spell we were capturing bull ants <laughs> and for a while there I was obsessed with bull ants I don't know what it was they became my favourite animal they certainly didn't become my favourite animal when I got bitten oh, numerous I times yeah well I mean we would we'd literally like put you know like dig them out of their nest and, and try to catch them and we had this thing where it was actually kind of sadistic we'd like hold them under the water until they stopped moving but, and then put them in a, and then put them in jars and I can't remember if why we did it the first time but we kept doing it after that because once I had like I'd put it in this jar and closed the lid up I think I maybe put air holes in it and it like I went back later and it had woken up so I guess we hadn't completely killed it mm-hmm and so I had this idea of like, oh, like this is how we're going to capture these things and we're going to like have an army of fucking bull ants that we <laughs> basically <laughs> knock out because it's, you know, because it's actually hard to get a bull ant into a jar off a stick sort of thing often. I mean, you can, you know, because they hold on pretty tight and they, yeah. and if you, you know, if you point the stick down into the jar, chances are they're just going to run up the thing and, and bite you on the hand. Um, so we were like, oh, this is the way we're going to do it. We can get them into the water and then we can like hold them under until they pass out and then put them in a jar <laughs> and they'll wake up later and they're imprisoned. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I never caught any others that came back to life. <laughs> you just didn't hold them under the water for the right amount of time. <laughs> I guess not. Or maybe maybe I didn't give them any of the spell that we made. <laughs> anyway, that, yeah. So Ben... Have you seen on Netflix the kids' show Storybots? Uh, yeah. Actually, well, I've seen the, like the first episode and a half. I sat down a couple of weeks ago and watched watched one with Taz, and then we I think he started the next one the next day, but we didn't we didn't end up finished because dinner was ready. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. So I I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith, and he was talking about how he made a cameo in 
in this show called mm, yeah. Storybots. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I that's thought, about as far as I got. I saw the second episode, which he yeah. was in. So I thought, oh, let's see if I can, I can maybe shoehorn James into, you know, watching, watching something that I might be interested in as well. Because, yeah. well, Kevin Smith is in this, and I really like Kevin Smith. And because watching t- kids shows is often torturous, so it it really is. So we we sit down to start watching, and like, oh, the the intro song's kind of kind of cool, and going along, and it's got James interested already because it's got lots of bright colours and and um, a fun song and yeah because they know the formula of how to attract a kid's attention and yeah not let them look away before you knew it we had sat through four and a half episodes and it's (laughs) like what the hell (laughs) like I remember seeing all all the people come through and I'm like ah look there's Jay Leno ah look there's Kevin Smith ah look there's Whoopi Goldberg (laughs) yeah so they they, so they have a guest Star every episode, I assume. Yeah, that was... but it's only an, a small cameo, so they're yeah. they're just doing a one small little thing. Either they lead them, uh, lead the story bots, which are these tiny little characters. I suppose we better better explain what the show actually is. Yeah. Um, basically, you got these small little characters called the story bots. They're not the smartest things in the world, but they're they're definitely um, you know, they're inquisitive. They're always wanting to ask questions, and they've got a a um, kid who asks a question of, say, how do aeroplanes fly? And then these five story bots go off and try to find people or find just basically the, the answers to the Yeah, to yeah the it's question. Yeah, it's a pretty cool premise. Like, I feel like it does a good job of... Yeah, because like, it's about asking questions, right? So it teaches kids to ask questions and then to just, yeah, to go out and, and find the information and, and learn about it. So, so in the in that was cool. In the Aeroplanes Fly episode, they, they go to... I'm trying to remember Kevin Smith's character name. I think it's Super Mega super Ultra Awesome mega Guy. Super Mega Awesome Fucking Dude Guy. Either way, he pl- yeah. he plays like a superhero on TV. And they see... Uh, the story- storybots see him flying on TV. So they they therefore think that he knows how aeroplanes are going to fly. And it turns out that he's just on the green screen and... and Flying like like old Superman cartoon, oh not cartoons, yeah. but old Superman uh, movie and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and he he leads them on to go talk to someone else, and then they they continue on. What I was really interested, in, oh intrigued in, is the fact that it's almost more educational than any other TV show I've seen for for kids. In that, you know, it really is. They go into a lot of the science behind behind these things while yeah. still keeping it light and fluffy for for younger kids to to really yeah, enjoy. So, yeah, I I thought that was good actually. The first like the first episode where they ask the question why does night happen? And that's where they end up finding Jay Leno who is dressed up as a knight, knight. fighting a dragon and <laughs> they have this whole thing around no not knight with a k. But um <laughs> the resolution of it was actually really funny because they go up into space and they end up finding the sun yep. who like tells them about like, oh, well, you know, when you know, the earth rotates and when the side that's facing the sun has day and the side that's not facing the sun has night. But <laughs> the sun is like this animated claymation sort of thing. Yep. And it keeps grabbing the earth to demonstrate. <laughs> and you just hear like as it grabs it and pulls it clo- pulls the earth closer to itself, you just hear, you hear all these screams coming from the earth, which has just been plucked out of its orbit and brought close to the sun. And it, like I think later he kinda like throws it away and just hears ah! again. <laughs> But uh, but no, but they did a good job of explaining it. And actually, like Taz has mentioned quite a few times since then, you know, when we talk about night and day, he'll sort of describe, and not accurately because he didn't quite catch all the details of it, but he talks about like the sun and the earth and the t- and turning. So, you know, he, mm-hmm. he sort of, he took something away from it, which was kind of cool to see. Yeah, just watching through all the episodes, you, you almost forget that there's going to be a cameo at some point. So when you see Weird Al Yankovic turn up in the fifth episode, you go, oh, yeah, that's right. There's a cameo in well, this It's thing. funny because they obviously, like, they've obviously thought that through and the cameos are really there for the parents because yeah. the kids aren't going to have any fucking idea who Kevin Smith or Weird Al Yankovic are or Jay fucking Leno. Whoopi Goldberg or, or even, um, what's their names? Garfunkel and Notes. Yeah. Um, as soon as I saw them, I'm just like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. And just to see all these different 
different people coming in just to, just to do a small little cameo of this what seems to be you know a cute little cute little show but it turns out to, to actually have a lot of a lot of educational value well they're making that netflix money man making that netflix course money. but what i found really interesting like james loves transformers he he's got a bumblebee t-shirt that he just keeps on wanting to wear all the time yeah it's the first show that has actually got him away from transformers for a long time like You'll ask him what what would he like to watch in, during his designated um, watching time, and he yeah. goes straight away Storybots. <laughs> it's like okay, we'll stuck we'll chuck it on again from the start. Yeah. And yeah, it's a shame actually. I haven't because Taz has asked a couple times if he can if we can watch Storybots together because we watched those two episodes together. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, and as bad as it is, like the only time he really watches TV is when we need him to be out of the way while we're making dinner and stuff. Yeah just to make that sort of period of the day a little bit easier. And interestingly, he's actually been turning the TV off himself after about 20 minutes. Oh, that's you good. Know, he he used to watch for an hour or two, but now he just gets bored. Yeah, because he, he wants to go and play. Yeah, he wants to go play, which is good. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually pleased with that. But, you know, I would like to sit there and be able to sit there and watch that with him. I should actually try to make that time at some point. It's actually really hard to just sort of find that time, particularly because we don't, mostly don't let the girls watch TV yeah, so you'd have to find time that you can do this and not not have the yeah, girls watch. Exactly. You'd almost I mean, need to find some time for you to sit down and have the iPad there and and watch yeah, Netflix maybe, on the iPad. Maybe, yeah, yeah. If you've got an iPad, I don't know your <laughs> your technology. We've got we've got an old iPad two lying around somewhere. Yeah, so I just really can't recommend Storybots enough. Like it's. Yeah, you'd think we would think you'd think we we're getting paid by him or something. Jeez, <laughs> just to clarify, we're not. You can you can pay us if you like. Storybots, Netflix. I want to make that Netflix money. Come on, Netflix. Well, maybe they should listen to some of our pitches and see see whether they're going to actually um, want to take this on. So there's the segue you were looking for. Yeah, going go, going from an awesome kid show to maybe some not so good kid shows we we don't have much time left but we're going to do a couple no. of um going to do Let's maybe to one or two kids some shows terrible kids shows so how did we do this last time we both came up with a word that was sort of semi related semi related to, to kids. kids shows or kids all right i have one yep so do i all right three, two, one. puppet dance <laughs> puppet dance <laughs> okay. Right, I mean, that's pretty generic, but let's see if we can make something terrible out of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> already it sounds awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, I, yeah, of course, like puppets dancing. What else could you, ha- you know, what else could you wish for in a kids' show until they just start fucking grinding against each other? <laughs> Do, you doing notice, the Lombardo. And <laughs> you didn't notice the R rating at the beginning. <laughs> the horizontal mambo. Turns, turns into a giant. Puppet orgy, <laughs> so Teen think, America or Avenue Q style with all their puppet sex. I think that's really, really terrible for for a kids' TV show. Let's see if we can take it a little bit. HBO Ooh, might HBO might take that one on, <laughs> given that they just taken on Sesame Street. <laughs> that's it. Well, that is that's basically Sesame Street. It's just. Someone climbs into Oscar the Crouch, Grouch's can. Oh, no. And they start fucking getting dirty. <laughs> and dirty in the literal sense because it's dirty in there because it's a trash can. Okay. Yes, Trevor, that's the joke I was making. Well done. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, yeah, I have one. Okay. Hang on. Yep, okay. Three, two, one. Robot. Dino. Oh, come on. We said this last time. <laughs> did we say dinosaur yes, robot we last did time? This Jesus time. Christ. It's telling us something, man. That show <laughs> needs to happen. There's Again, actually a I'm show sure it's happened. Dino yes. Robots. Of course there is. Those are like the, this is the problem. Those are the two most obvious kid things <laughs> to put together. All right. Three, two, one. Karate. Baby. Yes! Awesome. Karate baby. 
What does karate so, have to do with kids? How did you come up with that one? I guess kids do karate. Well, I, I, I thought about cool. I thought about Lego Ninjago and oh, yeah. Power Rangers and that sort of stuff, and I thought, eh, karate. Ninjago? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Ninjago. Oh, I, I see it as nin, Ninjago. Well, have you watched it? Do they pronounce it, or is it not actually <laughs> a word that they say? <laughs> they don't say it. So maybe it is Ninjago. I don't know. But I, I see it. Ninjago. Why, why would why wouldn't they just go ninja hyphen go if it was ninja go ninjago uh karate baby i mean that's actually not terrible at all that's amazing yes because I, I i'm picturing just... i'm picturing admiral baby but now he now he knows karate Who's admiral baby Okay, it's a Simpsons reference, but anyway. Oh, I don't <laughs> Season 10. <laughs> Funnily enough, I'm picturing... Do you remember the baby that did the dance in Ally McBeal? Okay, yep. For some reason, that's the baby that came to mind. Maybe it's just because it's that classic baby in, yep. the, in like the nappy. So we're just going to go, Ooga Chaka, Ooga, yeah. Ooga, Ooga Chaka, Ooga. Ooga, Ooga Karate Chaka. <laughs> ooga, Ooga Nun Chaka. So... <laughs> What what are he, what are his um like who's he fighting? Who's he fighting? Like Oh you know, all the greats, Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, <laughs> John Claude Van Damme, J C V D. Most of those don't actually do karate. No. None of them do karate. <laughs> None of them. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids don't know. Yeah, mixed martial arts, that's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be karate, I just thought. Karate martial arts. Yeah, Same I mean thing. that's what you know. With karate, I'll kick your ass. Here to Tiananmen Square. Oh yeah, motherfucker, <laughs> gonna kick your fucking dairy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, karate baby. Karate baby. See, that's just awesome. So Netflix, yeah, I know. There's not even anything to say about it. Well, it's just... actually, no, no. I think we've we've got to come up with some other characters. Oh, okay. So you um, got karate baby. And, and he's got master. regular baby. Um, oh, he's master. All right. Um, karate toddler. <laughs> Damn it. You, you beat me to it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Kung fu toddler. Because, Ooh. you know, it doesn't... They the, the kung fu master teaches karate, right? Like, that's how it works. Yeah, Again, that'll do. Who cares? <laughs> you've got kickboxing Dave. He's just hangs around. <laughs> funny thing is that's just his name he doesn't actually do any kickboxing yeah his first name is kickboxing his middle name's dave actually but he doesn't he didn't like his last name which was david. smith <laughs> kickboxing dave david smith uh, and he's just an adult so it's really weird that he's like hanging around with his baby and toddler yeah, they kick his ass every single time. They <laughs> just kick his ass. <laughs> every episode, something happens and Dave just gets his ass kicked. I mean, kickboxing. He goes by his first name, kickboxing. Yeah, yeah. kickboxing. Um, so, what I'm picturing is that kickboxing, he's like, he comes in, he's all, he's the training partner. But right, okay. Karate so Baby just, the training like, dummy. Totally just beats the crap out of him. So every single episode, and I'm, I'm imagining, say, a six-episode season. By the end of the, by the end of the, like, first season, he's like fully decked out in one of those like attack dog training, um, sort of outfits, or maybe maybe in like one of those sumo suits. Yeah. <laughs> so just so he doesn't gets, get hurt. <laughs> he still just starts bleeding every, you know, he's just, from every orifice out, <laughs> pissing blood. Well, what's weird is the sumo suit starts bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to work in some joke about a training dummy, like, but a dummy, like he puts it in his mouth. <laughs> I couldn't quite figure it out. Anyway. <laughs> when he goes to sleep, he's got his training dummy. <laughs> he's got his training dummy. Sleeps with his training dummy. There you go. Kickboxing Dave. That's just wrong. <laughs> Yeah, kickboxing Dave sleeps with his training dummy. I mean, he's just—he really looks up to Karate Baby, and uh, well, looks, looks down, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just wants to imitate him. So, starts wearing a nappy. Nothing else. <laughs> well, I think we've got time for one more. So let me think of. All right, three, two, one. Forest alphabet. 
Alphabet Forest. Yeah, okay. Forest. So the trees are trying to teach kids who get lost in the woods. The alphabet. Teach <laughs> them the alphabet. Yeah. If they get it wrong, they get they get led to the witch's house. <laughs> <laughs> the evil witch. I'm just imagining Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel. That's that's actually how they got there. You know, the, the trees were trying to teach them how to how to. If it, they got it, uh, the alphabet, they, and they went A they B thought, E. They thought they and... thought element of P was one letter, <laughs> and uh, they said to the witch's cottage with you. Ha <laughs> ha! You like the letter because we're alphabetical. But uh, I know I I can sort of see maybe anthropomorphic letters that live okay. in live in a forest that live in a forest. Okay, yeah, we could make something out of this. And so, are their personalities like based on the letter? Somehow? Based on based on the letter, and there's 26 episodes. Yeah. Okay. And they each focus on. And they each focus on one of them, but it doesn't go in the order that you expect. <laughs> because we want to confuse the fuck out of kids. Yeah, so you you know you know what L. order it actually goes, the eye chart order. <laughs> <laughs> that's because that's what we're trying to teach the kids, so that they can fake their way through eye exams. So, the fur- the further along you get, the smaller the letters get. <laughs> <laughs> so the last episode, they just show up and like they, can't they just even zoom see the camera the out. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm just imagining on. it's like by by the end of it it's like these three pixels and, and it's like you know say a hundred meters away <laughs> the camera's just a hundred meters away you just see all these trees and like these little pixels just talking to each other wait so did the yeah, they just zoomed did the camera they out get, to, they to make the size more? different. Or they just zoomed the camera out. That's pretty they just lame zoomed the camera out to make it look as though they got smaller. <laughs> we couldn't afford to actually make like different size anthropomorphic letters for these, as presumably human kids who like come into the forest. Well, the pro- the problem about that is, you know, you'd have from the very start you knew exactly where it was going to go because you'd have big letters talking to small letters. So what you have is the same size letters talking to each other, but <laughs> as you go through the, through the episode, you, 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 through the episodes, they just gradually zoom out a little bit further until you get to you know the last seven or so episodes. So it's, it's not so, small. so it's not teaching them to cheat on eye charts. It's actually testing their eyesight. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear them? Or is the last episode literally just the sound of trees? <laughs> maybe, and the occasional, you turn vo- like the right occasional loud, louder voice that carries th- on the wind if the wind's in the right direction. <laughs> so the conversation just sort of cuts in and out. <laughs> so are there wolves in this forest? Well, I think they've got to be the W's, don't they? Right. I'm just thinking, like, are these kids in danger while they're learning about the alphabet? Is there... Is there a risk? I'm not even sure whether you need the kids death. there. I think I think you can just have the letters, you know, no, having having adventures with each other. Oh, kinky! So the Q and the U are good friends. Yep, very good friends, inseparable. The M and the N are t- the M and the M and the N are, the M and the N are actually identical twins, but one of them lost a limb. Or they were Siamese, and therefore, like, and they got they got separated, but one of them got a bit extra. And the other one resents them for it. Yeah, so you yeah, got some, okay. you got some, you know, some tension there. Um, the B and the um, D. Oh, I know what you could have. You could have literally a um, a Halloween episode, yeah. and O goes as Q. <laughs> <laughs> o goes as Q. B walks backwards and goes as D. Lowercase B and D. Are there uppercase and lowercase versions of these letters in this? I think there's going to have to be. Okay, um, so when we, like, when this show gets hugely popular and gets translated into, like, Asian languages, um, are we just going to have to have, like, 5,000 episodes? Um, (laughs) I think so. Right. (laughs) And, and, you know, when we go to, when we go to Italy, you're going to have to cut out, like, a letter or so, so there's going to be missing episodes. (laughs) Yeah. It's actually untranslatable, like, it'll just... They'll they'll be literally in the middle of the conversation and they just skip 
scenes and it's like what the hell just happened there it's like they were talking to a letter that doesn't exist in your language <laughs> oh and and the second season you could bring the numbers into it oh are they like invading i think so from a from a separate part of the forest from no they live in this they live in the they live in blimps in the sky yeah and um, six and nine are best friends because like um, math, math is a higher, you know, is a higher level of uh, thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did you hear my joke? No. What was it? I said six and nine are best friends. Oh, that's <laughs> but it turns that's out gross. That, this turns, is a kids' show. <laughs> turns oh out, oh my that, god, like, I can't. <laughs> Turns out, like, 3 and E have something in common, like they... 3 and E are cousins. Yep. Um, 7 and L. <laughs> I'm just thinking... Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, if 7 does a handstand, it looks like L. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, 0 yeah. and O. 1 yes. and L and I. Zero. Well, zero, was, 0 used to be an O. Until he got in a fight and just got slashed right across the middle. He's got this huge scar from nice. one top of side of his body to the other. And in the middle of the of, of the house. seven and L episode, you can actually have, you know, them in a fight and um, L just slashes seven across the center to give to give that you know seven <laughs> with a line through it. <laughs> well, those are his arms, man. Oh, those are just it. his arms. He's just got little arms. <laughs> it's just doing a T pose. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that the O got into the middle of it and it, and they all just started laughing out loud while the seven was upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Lol. Uh, I didn't know where you were going with that. And... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it took you a moment. <laughs> I got there. Um, yeah, you, what? Ha- so you'd have to be really careful to not accidentally... Have the letters just in F-U-C-K as they're going K around, right next like, to each other. yeah, just like spell <laughs> spell things that they shouldn't. Like you need a really good uh, director. We really, we really didn't didn't think about this episode where C U N and T were best friends. Oh Jesus. Anyway, I'll uh, see a, you next uh, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah but there's a better there's a better there's a better version of that joke somewhere where it's a, another word that like spells but I can't come up with it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't think I really thought about the the no, no, it's... the guys spelling out words. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of funny in in itself. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I think I think that does end our podcast for this week. So you can visit our website www.twosweerydads.com. You can find us on Twitter at Two Sweary Dads. Check us out on Facebook and like our page, facebook.com/slash Two Sweary Dads. You can email us podcast at twosweerydads.com we would really like to say visit our iTunes page rate review subscribe especially rate and review like we've got reviews. we've got no we've got no reviews on the Australian page and we'd really like some get on there do it I know iTunes fucking sucks but get on there it's about five clicks and if you're logged in, it probably won't work. I don't know. It's stupid. No, if you're it. logged in, it will work. If no, you're if you're logged in, logged it will in. work. If you're not logged in, it'll probably say it can't find your username, no, no matter what you use. Because somehow, one of the biggest companies in the world can't make a piece of software that will just let you review a fucking podcast. Anyway. So anyway, we really need iTunes rates and reviews because that's how we're going to get out to new listeners. Um, yep. It's... We don't do any any promotion outside of outside of just this and Facebook and Twitter. So anything that you can you can give us on on iTunes will help us out yep. immensely. Share our Facebook posts helps too. Um, comment, tweet us on Twitter, and comment. Yeah, just even let's, let's get some conversation going, man. If you've got an idea for a click pitch or a terrible TV show, the kids TV show, or even just the prompts for it, and you want us to come up with something. We'll we'll take we'll take some time out of our day and 
fuck around. <laughs> well, we 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 may even just hold it over to the to the next um yeah do it to on the next, next episode. episode. Yep, absolutely. Um, we'd also like to thank Kuridas, of which we Thanks. were members. You're of, welcome for their very kind permission of of allowing us to play two of their songs, um, tonight party tonight and predictive text. Yeah. So that's the end of our podcast. Trevor, do you have any final thoughts? So I've just hit my head and I've got this massive gash <laughs> and this is dent. Should I go to the doctor? Go ask your mum. I might just take the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you.